So hi, I'm Sarah, and welcome to Follow Me in Tuolumne, the new podcast series from Visit Tuolumne County. For our first guest, we have the president and CEO of Visit Tuolumne County, Lisa Mayo. Hey, Sarah. Hi. So today we're just going to chat a little bit about Tuolumne County, about Lisa's origins, and a little bit about tourism. So why don't we get started? Sounds good. I'm super excited to be your first guest on this new podcast. It's so exciting. Awesome. So I know you grew up in the area, Lisa. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your origins in Tuolumne County? Great. So my family started vacationing here um, way back in the day. And after several trips coming up and spending time in Twain Heart and Columbia, my parents decided that we should move here. And so um, in 1980, we moved to Columbia, and i that's where I grew up. I went to Columbia Elementary. I went to Sonora High and Columbia Junior College, and um, it's just been a great place to grow up. I ended up going away to college, and I went to Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo. Oh, cool. And as you can see, I've returned uh, to Tuolumne County, so I kind of went the long way around getting back here, but um, just really thankful, blessed to be back in in this great town. Awesome. I feel like I've heard that from a lot of locals that even if they get away for a little bit, they always come back. I know. I think when you're growing up, you feel like I got to get out there and see what's in the world. And, um, and you do. And for me, we have a very, very close family and, you know, my family was up here. My brother and sister had also moved back. So yeah, it might be kind of a little trend. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So do you have any fun stories from growing up here or any favorite memories? I do. You know, um, it's it's really funny how life comes full circle. And one of my favorite things growing up was getting on my, my little Western Flyer bicycle and riding from two miles from our house out Italian Bar Road um, into downtown Columbia, historic downtown. I would wear my shirt that said, I'm not a tourist. I live here. <laughs> I was thinking I was some cool stuff, you know, um, a few times got talked to by the rangers for riding my bike too close to some of the visitors. Um, but I loved that. I loved going down there. It was such a um, an innocent time, a time when, you know, you could just, I don't know, it was neat just seeing people from all over coming and visiting this place that I got to call home. And one of the other great things about living and growing up in Columbia was being able to see a lot of movies that were filmed or television shows. One of my favorite memories is going down there and they were filming Little House on the Prairie and the streets were covered in dirt to make it look like the 1800s. And I got to meet Michael Landon. I have his autograph, um, met some of the other cast of Little House on the Prairie. And that was just such a, such a cool thing that, um, you know, coming from the Bay Area where we were, it just seemed like a dream, you know, to, to be able to experience that. Definitely. I feel like I've heard from um, a couple people in Colombia that they don't need to travel the world because the whole world comes to Colombia, which I think is even true today. It's so true. One of my first real jobs, um, I say that besides babysitting, but babysitting is actually a real job and you got to be you know, pretty serious about that too, um, but was working at the Fallon House ice cream parlor. I was 15 years old when I got my job there and I just remember at that time we had lines out the door like all day long, like from when we opened to when we closed and we were also open for the theater um, in the evenings. 
But um, seeing the international travelers, I just remember hearing so many different accents and thinking like, how did these people find this place? <laughs> how did they get here? You know, and so again, life it's life coming full circle. And I totally know how they get here now. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's so interesting. And I just, yeah, I love it. It's it's fun. And um, it, it does. I, the world does come to, to Columbia, to Tuolumne County. I mean, we have so much to offer here. So That's so true. So I know you mentioned a bit about how things maybe are still the same as they were back in the day, but um, what, how are some ways that Tuolumne County has maybe changed for the better or maybe some ways that it could still improve? It's a really good question. And I think um, when I grew up here, and you'll probably hear this from others, we had one stoplight, you know, <laughs> and it was, it was right outside our doors at the, the Visit, uh, Visit Tuolumne County headquarters. Um, and that stoplight's still there, but now there's several others. And even where I live, where it feels like you're out in the country, um, we're getting a stoplight, another stoplight on that road. And so it's, it's just so interesting. Um, that's something that's changed. And I know things like that have to change for, you know, the growth in population and all that. Um, the bypasses, that's a whole new thing. Um, and again, I think that's good getting people to where they need to be from out of the area kind of mm-hmm. can help them. Um, and also helps to keep our, our main streets a little less traveled and more friendly for, for walking and for visitation and all that. Um, I think sadly, one of the, the big issues we do have now that definitely, um, affects tourism is the homeless situation. And there's a lot of people that have a lot of care and concern for that population and are working really hard to, to make an impact there. So um, that's something that definitely I feel Visit Tuolumne County um, needs to needs to be involved in and, and understand and help where we can as well. Um, we have a lot of people that are coming up here that don't necessarily understand how to visit in the outdoors. Um, We're seeing a huge increase in that, especially over this last year with the pandemic. People that maybe um, before really didn't care about the outdoors, they just were happy in their apartments or their homes in the Bay Area um, or Valley or wherever they're coming from, but they're coming up here and not exactly realizing that um, we we don't have people that just come and clean up after them. And so that's another change that, um, I mean, that's gone on over the years, but we've seen it really starkly, I think this last, this last year. So those are a couple of the things that are sort of not so fun changes. Um, but again, we hope that as an industry, we can have a positive impact on, um, some of the good things. I think it's just the, the incredible businesses we have here, the small businesses, um, Definitely remember a lot of the, the old businesses in downtown Sonora, like J.C. Penney's and, you know, it was two stories and it was this great little store. And then that went away and you feel like, oh, my gosh. But when I look um, like at Sonora now or or Groveland, there's just some really great businesses that have popped up. And I think that's exciting and fun. I think seeing a lot of younger people coming in 
and um, or or that have grown up here or like you said earlier that have left and come back to start a business that's been really exciting um, seeing those changes the breweries you know I love seeing the breweries (laughs) pop up Um, we all do (laughs) yes exactly that's something we we can all agree on Um, those are great but I think definitely like the quality of of restaurants and shops and things is definitely evolved and um, it's really great it's fun to promote I totally agree. Even in the past year, I mean, we've seen so many businesses open throughout Tuolumne County. It's really been inspiring Uh to see how the community has rallied around each other. So what are some of your favorite businesses or some insider tips that you've been enjoying in Tuolumne County? Oh, my goodness. Um, Well, it's no secret, but Pinecrest is one of my all-time favorite places. And like many of us, um, realizing we need to visit it at different times other than the weekend in the summer, right? But um, I just, I love hiking there. I love going up to Cleo's Bath. I just think it's one of the coolest places. Um, And not a lot of people go up to Cleo's Bath. um, So it's kind of, you can feel like you're out there a ways. Um, I love heading over to Groveland. There's new trails in Groveland that uh, Groveland Trailheads has been working on. Mm-hmm. So fun. And I, um, I've i only walked them, but I have yet to take my bike over there, but I'm going to one of these days. <laughs> um, but I think just in, in the county in general, it's just... Um, we have so much to offer. We, you know, we, we like to say we have one destination with three vacations. And as a resident living here, um, I feel that. And, you know, I get to experience that. And, um, and I think there's nothing like our high Sierra too. Love getting lost up there. Okay. No, not getting lost. <laughs> I'm going to take that back. Um, but just really love spending time up there and, um, getting way out in, you know, the back country. It's super fun. Definitely. It is awesome that in Tuolumne County that the locals love to get out as much as visitors do, which I don't think you see everywhere. Yeah, I think it's definitely a place where people come here and and stay here because of what it has to offer in the outdoors. Yes, definitely a lot of outdoor (laughs) recreation is available. A ton. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. every day you could do something outdoors and it would be different. (laughs) It's true. I went kayaking last night, so there's definitely a lot. I am. So through all this and your long history in Tuolumne County, I know we've talked a little bit about things you love, but what does Tuolumne County really mean to you? Tuolumne County is home. I mean, it's, um, again, it's the place where I grew up, my, where my parents wanted to bring us for a better life. Um, and we definitely had, had that life and, and still have that life. And, um, you know, my, my mom's here and I get to see her on a regular basis and, um, and that's really great and something that not a lot of people get to get to have in their life at my age, you know, their, their mom right nearby. So, um, I love that. And I think something you touched on earlier and I, we saw it so much through, um, this last year is the community spirit and how people really come together, whether it's, um, out loud coming together or it's quiet behind the scenes. There's really so much support, um, for the businesses and the people and, uh, the activities that take place in our area. I could not agree more. So of course you work in tourism and have for many years. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you arrived at Visit Tuolumne County or your draw to the tourism industry? Uh, that's a really good question as well. So I was, my major in college was recreation administration. And now that major is called uh, experience industry management, which includes 
a huge emphasis on tourism. And when I, in my last quarter at Cal Poly, I had my first tourism class. So I just got a little taste of it. But um, in looking back, I look at my experience at the ice cream parlor was really my first real experience with, you know, <laughs> tourism and working in the industry. Um, but I ended up, I, I had come back up to Calaveras County after I had graduated from Cal Poly and I had a couple um, jobs in between there, but then moved back to, to Calaveras County. There was a couple new golf courses. There was Greenhorn Creek was just getting started and I was able to get a job there working with the membership and helping things to get off the ground. It was very eye-opening. I, I worked for a local legend, Barton Stevenow, and um, he was just incredible to um, to work with. And uh, and then I got hired after after I worked at Greenhorn. I went on to Saddle Creek. And um, it was funny. The person who hired me at Greenhorn Creek, her name was Billy Kane. And we're still in communication, even though she lives across the country now. Um, but she hired me at Greenhorn. And then she left there, went to Saddle Creek and said, hey, can you come work at Saddle Creek? And I said, okay. And then um, this job of the executive director for the Calaveras Visitors Bureau opened up. Billy was on the board. She said, hey, I love having you working here, but I think this might be the gig for you. And um, she invited me to, to apply for the job. And I did really not knowing what I was getting into at all. I was like, okay. And um, so she came into my office one day at Saddle Creek and she said, well, Miss Lisa, I have news for you. She goes, you're fired. <laughs> and I looked at her and she said, because we're hiring you as the new executive director of the Calaveras Visitors Bureau. And it was such a great feeling. And I'm like, wow, these people, this board of nine people trust me. And I have no experience really in exactly what I'm doing. And I, I learned really quick. But um, unfortunately, uh, my I had my first day of work. And my second day was when 9-11 hit. And, um, I remember the the previous executive director, she stayed on for three weeks to work with me and help train me. And we went to a board meeting. We were at a board meeting in um, Rod's Grill in Angel's Camp, and we had TVs all around us. And and 9-11 was unfolding before our eyes, and none of us knew what was happening. At the same time, there was the Derby fire. And so outside, ash was falling everywhere. The public restrooms had to be closed in Angel's Camp because there was no water because the flume had burned, the wooden flume. So I learned really quickly about crisis and um, crisis management and all the things that I was thinking this job was going to be like with the international travelers coming. It, it wasn't. And we had to really, to use the, the popular term these days, pivot and really start looking at the the traveler from California once people felt safe traveling again. And so um, it was really a, it was a touchy time to, to start in tourism, um, to travel, to promote tourism. Um, but again, I learned really quickly and you kind of learn what's, what's important. And I think um, this time that we're in right now is kind of reminiscent of that. We've just, our country's been through and the world has been through kind of a big tragedy this last this last year. And so um, kind of crawling out of that feels a little familiar. And um, I think we have really great, bright days ahead. I think so too. So also, I mean, before I started working in tourism, I didn't really know quite what it meant. So can you talk a little bit about what Visit Tuolumne County does or the Tuolumne County Visitors Bureau, which is what we are also 
referred to at times. Yeah. So um, basically, a visitor bureau exists to be the marketing arm for the destination that they're in. And um, at Visit Tuolumne County, we are we're funded through transient occupancy tax, the tax that um, visitors pay when they stay at local hotels. And residents may pay that tax as well, just, just to be clear, um, if they're staying at a hotel within, within the, um, the county. So we receive 25% of that tax. And our job is to basically market to the world. And as you know, and not a lot of people do, but over half of Yosemite is in Tuolumne County. So we do have a lot of international travelers and we, um, we can always get more. We have, uh, there's four other gate or three other gateways into Yosemite and, and we have um, frenemies, right? So Mariposa <laughs> County, um, we work with them a lot. We work with Madera County a lot and Mono County. Um, but at the same time, we also want to capture our share of the market coming in. So um, marketing to the international travelers is a really big thing. And we're the only ones that do that um, in Tuolumne County. Uh, during this last year, of course, we didn't do a lot of marketing. We, we had to um, put that on hold, but um, but we've started that up again, and it's kind of a soft startup where uh, we're bringing people in from California. 76% of California visitors are, or of visitors to California are Californians, if that makes sense. So, um, so it's, it's really... Um, it's fun to to do what we're doing when when things are are going great, you know. But um, it's been obviously challenging. But um, really, just bringing the people in, and we'll start to look at other states pretty soon, and and market to them again, and just keep people coming in here. And and as far as what I mean, we're a tourism economy here in Tuolumne County. In twenty nineteen, two hundred seventy three seventy four million dollars was spent by visitors to Tuolumne County. And that means at our mom and pop shops, our restaurants, our, you know, stores, our hotels, gas stations, et cetera. So it's, um, it's a really huge, huge industry. And it's so important. Sometimes I know we feel like we have the weight of the world on our shoulders, um, but we're going to, we're going to climb out. We're going to help everybody out um, with a lot of marketing and programs coming up. I totally agree. I think Tourism can be a hard concept to grasp sometimes and definitely was for me when I first started here to understand how it is helping all the businesses in the county or in the area that people are promoting. So this is May. It's not only California Tourism Month, but also the first week of May is National Tourism Week. So what do you think this represents for Tuolumne County in California this year? I think this year in particular, it's a great reset. It's a place where we start over in a sense um, and rebuild our marketing and rebuild the industry and um, and rebuild our teams. You know, um, Sarah, you started last year about a week before we had to shut down. Um, that week, I was so ecstatic. My dream team was fulfilled. It, we had everyone in the right place at the right time and everybody was, you know, it was all perfect and moving ahead. And then we had the big shutdown. So I think that um, it means jobs for people. It means um, just getting back to some sort of normalcy that we're all used to. I think we're going to see a, a very, very busy 
summer and, um, you, you know, traveling tourism week and California tourism month is just a great kickoff to all of that. I could not agree more. I mean, I've agreed with everything you said, of course. So, But, I mean, we are seeing so many people ready to get out at different levels and experience the outdoors or experience cold country and bring their families mm-hmm. and really get out of their own heads, out of their own houses. Yes. <laughs> and we really do have so much to offer and so much that our businesses and hotels and local residents can gain from these visitors coming and spending their money here <laughs> safely, of course. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, I know that the real estate industry has done really well here too this <laughs> last year as, as people have escaped to Tuolumne County and have realized um, what a wonderful place it is. And many of them can work from home. And so um, I think that's definitely helped the industry, the, the real estate industry this last year as well. So it definitely has. So what are some things that listeners can look forward to from Visit Tuolumne County? Well, I think there's things that are super important to the residents. Um, we all live here. Our staff all lives here. And, and and there's things in the community, social thing, you know, that are, that are important to us. Um, one of the things that we're doing um, and creating, and Sarah, you're really important in it and are really leading it, is the sustainability and how to travel sustainably, responsibly, um, how to clean up after yourself when, you know, you've been spending time in the area. We've been putting out messaging. We have a billboard in, in Riverbank. Um, I'm super proud of that. I don't know why. Billboards have just never been something I've done a lot of. And so, um, but it's exciting that we have that messaging saying, you know, wander freely, leave no trace. And that's really what we want to get out to people. So I think for, for residents, they're hopefully, well, we also have that message on the back of one of our transit buses that you'll see um, driving around. But hopefully our residents see that we are taking these steps that we're not just all about bringing them in here by the, the, by the droves and, and just come on in and do your tours and thing and leave. You know, it's, it's really trying to educate people. Um, we're working you know, with OES, the county OES, and how can we help with the wildfire prevention messaging? Um, things like that. I, I think a lot of times, you know, visitors get a lot of the blame put on them for different things that I think we all know it, it's a shared responsibility. And so um, really, we we do want people to travel here, but we do want them to be responsible. We want them to be respectful and um, we want them to prevent you know, issues like fires or, or any other kind of things that, that happen. So um, I think, I think that's something that hopefully people will see that we're doing. Um, and then for, you know, all the businesses, just all the marketing that we're going to be doing to bring the people here and to spend the money here and hopefully get them through and over this hump of this pandemic and the shutdown and all that and um, get these businesses growing and thriving. Definitely. And to touch back on sustainability, it really is. I mean, if we're not doing things that are sustainable and teaching sustainability to locals and visitors, you know, it's not going to create a sustainable economy and sustainable wildlife Mm -hmm. for the future, for future visitors, for future travelers, for future locals. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it really is a symbiotic relationship. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. You can. Yeah. You said it great. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. So 
Let's talk a little bit about Follow Me and Twallow Me and this new podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> so what are some things that you're excited about for it? I know we've talked about launching one for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm, so what are some things you're hoping that listeners and locals will get out of it? I think that um, it'll be really fun to kind of get insights on different local people, Um the, their origins. I love that. I love that question. Like, what are your, what's your origin? How did you get here? Um, I think it will be really cool if we have people on that um, maybe we work with like our, we, one of the things I didn't really talk about, but while we do international marketing, we do have an agency in the UK at Black Diamond. Be great to interview, you know, one of our reps from there and talk about um, how, how we're perceived in the UK um, the outlook for travel. I think those are great things. Um, I think it's fun to have our our own um, podcast where we can talk about whatever we want to talk about that we think might be interesting and we can um, get insight from listeners on what they want to hear. Um, but just really being able to to communicate what, what we're doing, what the tourism industry is doing, how people can support people. I just think that it's just a lot of fun. And I'm very excited that you're excited about it. <laughs> I am very excited. <laughs> I'm excited too, to get to know some stories of the past or yeah. hear about some hidden gems too, that we don't know about or stories that maybe people have loved for generations here that we can share with locals now. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Bringing in, um, yeah, there's some great, just characters in our area um that I know would be really fun to have to have on and um yeah I think it's gonna be really fun to watch this unfold well I'm excited well thank you so much Lisa for being our first guest (laughs) thanks Sarah awesome well thank you all for tuning in and we'll see you next time